1: Welcome to another week of G Thanks Just Bought It, the podcast where we talk about what we just bought and what you might need to buy next. I'm your host, Caroline Moss, and today I am joined by the Molly New sisters, Lizzie and Wendy. You might know them as writers on Bob's Burgers. They are the creators of the new show, The Great North on Fox, which just got renewed for a second season ahead of even the first episode of the first season premiering. Yeah. Amazing. True. Um, uh, welcome. True. Hello. Thank you for like lending me your time. I don't know how many hours you guys have in the day. It seems to be more than most people have. I don't know how you do all of this. <laughs> uh,
0: um, It's a simple answer and it's called cocaine. (laughs) Just wait, I have to find out. Is it Caroline or Carolyn? It's Caroline. Okay, Caroline. Yes. Okay. I have so many Carolines and Carolyns in my life that sometimes I mess it up. I know. No, it's sometimes I mess it up, but it's not because I'm not paying attention to that person. It's that my brain has to be trained to say both a lot. Totally. So then I switch. And so people are like, you don't remember how I say my name. I'm like, no, I do. There's just a lot of Carolines and Carolines in my life. One of my best friends from college is a Caroline. And I still will occasionally say Caroline only because there's some Carolines around in my life. And so then my brain goes like, Caroline. It's fine.
1: It's fine because every time a Caroline and a Caroline meet, it guarantees we have one thing to talk about, like how other people get our names wrong. So you've provided us with some banter. It's totally fine. Oh, good. I'm so happy to have you guys here. Like, this is... Wonderful. I have a million questions for you um, because I think your jobs are so interesting. But also I'm kind of obsessed with the fact that I know that they announced that the Great North was going into production in like what, like Q3 2019, like the summer of 2019 or the spring. So a lot of this work you've been doing and then season two has been all remote. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We started... I think it was July 2019.
1: Is that Mm -hmm. correct? That's
2: correct. My brain's like, I can't feel like I can't remember very basic things right now, but that's when we started. And then yes, we all went home March of 2020. And then we've been, we were still just in production on season one at that point. So we did our last table read on Zoom, which was new to everyone at the time. I remember being like really nervous about using Zoom. And then we got our season to pick up, and we've done all of our season two production
1: remote since. So yeah, is it easier to do uh, an animated show remotely because people can do their VOs like independently, or is it like weird? Like, what is it like? Because I know production kind of stopped for a while in LA and then I feel like secretly things started like picking up again like you would you would like everyone would say like oh yeah LA is like totally shut down like there's no production but then you'd like drive by a gas station and they'd be filming something and you're like hmm Um, so what is it like with, (laughs) with, with an with an animated show like how did that remote switch impact the way that you guys work
0: I think the difficulties, um, a lot of the difficulties were very technical, which is not our purview. Obviously, like, you could still have a remote writer's room. We reduced the hours. Obviously, you can't stare at a screen for, like, nine hours. That's crazy. Although I think a lot of people are doing it. But, I mean, we we have the luxury of not asking people to do it. I think that a lot of the stuff came from, like, literally – and this is so boring. So strap in, everyone. I'm going (laughs) to bore the crap out of you today – um, is technical, like the file size of animated drawings of our artists and what they're doing and the full animations of like animatics and stuff, mm-hmm. which are the pen, sort of the what you think of as like the pencil drawing that precedes where it gets shipped to go um, get color, which is overseas. Um, the, those files are massive. Like they literally just had to figure out how to upload and move those files around because wow. at work, it's all this centralized computers and all that stuff. So it was easy. It was like getting equipment and file sharing and stuff like that. So that was really operating at a level where our um, supervising producer, Janelle uh, Momoree Neely, was taking care of all of that stuff. So that was, I think, the biggest difficulty, whereas things like how to run the room, doing a Zoom table read, those things are sort of intuitive because, you know, you just get on the computer and do them. And so... It does, it does, like, make everything difficult in terms of time. Like, let's say we used to bring in three actors to record together, and that would take an hour. We need to now record each of those actors separately, and there could be technical difficulties. So what used to take an hour to record might take, like, six hours because we're doing each one separately. There's setup time there's, you know, potentially a dropout in the middle where their computer stops working or something like that, or there's some technical difficulty. So what it does is expand the amount of time you need to record. So everything is, it's more like logistics. It's like pushing, you know, a rock up a hill or whatever on each of these episodes. Whereas the comedy stuff can still happen fairly easily. The writing and the performances themselves, the table read, that stuff stays fun to a certain extent. But then I think the technical stuff has just gotten a little harder. And, you know, that's where I think the risk of burning people out comes from is, you know, the people who are on that side of things who have to manage that day in, day out. I think that's really hard. So it's really been great of our crew to stick with us this long. And, you know, hopefully eventually we back the good. The upside is we don't have to test for COVID because everyone's home.
1: Yeah, that that is. And it's also like you didn't really have to. Yeah, it's like it's like tech logistics not like human interaction logistics i imagine it did expand the budget too i can only like you know the uh, having recording for an hour versus six hours probably is like a little bit more expensive um
2: yeah and they had to like you know we had to send everybody i mean it's not that much equipment but they had to send like a hole to to do everybody and Mm -hmm. actual good headphones and then you know yeah i think there's definitely added cost and just mm-hmm. of you know, getting stuff to everybody and I mean we've been doing it for months but it's still every time you set up someone to record there's like I feel like there's like a 5050 chance something's not right with the audio that day and so it's like you know you then you have to walk through all the steps of like did you check this on your mic setting right. and then this on your computer setting again this is super But
1: do you have like a tech pr- no it, no I think it's fascinating like this is just a world that I'm not in and so like I wouldn't have even thought like Wendy I know that you joke that it was boring but I wouldn't even thought I would not have even thought about the file sizes of yeah. animation like that's nuts yes. and that like and that basically overnight you not you but someone on your team is in charge of figuring out how to like not fuck that up. Like, Oh, we have to like, we have to overhaul our entire like production regimen and make it work. And that's, and also like while being like mentally incapacitated because we're like living through this horribly like emotional draining time. um, That's nuts. That's cool though. I mean like, it's so cool that like you guys pulled it off and that like, the second season is happening and it's just great. Yeah.
2: feels like we've like found our, you know, groove. Um, And it's like, it's moving along and everything's, you know, but it is, I mean, I think there are days where I'm sure like everyone who's working like right. on our show, also everyone who's working in general, where you're just like, what is happening? Why am I <laughs> like, what am I doing? Like is the world ever coming back? Is this, but you just
1: kind of just keep doing your work and then do you have to to roll along? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Has there been anything for me? It's been email. Um, I once prided myself as like a very organized color coded calendar person and even socially. And Lizzie, I know that you know this, I am a calendar. Like I will send a calendar invite for like a social hang. I like, like to have things like in front of me and visualized and then the pandemic hit and i swear to god my email gives me acid reflux like i can't even look at it it makes me sick like i yeah. <laughs> i saw i saw a tweet that was like sorry i've sorry for the delay in sending this email i've now received another email i don't want to answer so i'm answering your email in order to avoid the other email like that's exactly how my life has turned out have you guys found that this has impacted the way that you work is there like a a a, i don't know like what like what has the pandemic? how has the pandemic ruined you any any
0: (laughs) anything um i think for me i always kept like work and kid time very separate and my husband does too we always did that. Like if we needed to work on the weekend, for some reason we would get a sitter to come over for a couple hours and like drive over to the office. Because I think it's like, you know, it, it's, it was great when we were with the kids to just be with the kids when we we're at work to just be at work. I think it was a, a barrier. And I think this is what every parent is experiencing right now. So I think it's for me, I, I tried to avoid feeling super guilty about being a working person it feels a little different when you're in your home and I have to go like, I'm going to go upstairs and barricade myself in my bedroom. It feels more like I'm avoiding them, even though I'm not, I'm actually home. So I think they like it that I am physically present in the house. Um, But for me mentally, I think honestly too, like it's made me like a little less funny kind (laughs) of to be home. Like I feel this pressure to keep things moving along. Whereas at work, I felt like we could like kind of sit back into like closing out a script and just think about the script and how to make it funny and whatever. But I'm also now acutely aware of like, got to get this shit done and shipped over to whoever to get it moving along, keep production going. So I feel a little more like, um, I don't know, like officious or something like that in this situation, as opposed to like, uh, you know, as much of a good time person as I used to. And I think it's okay though. And that I can switch back. I think it's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Lizzie, Lizzie, I'm not as much of a, you. I'm
1: just not as much of a good time gal in the pandemic. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh,
0: turns out I'm not as much of a goof with the constant pressure of everyone around me might die. Right. Um, yeah. So it's just a, you know, a light feeling of doom.
2: <laughs> Lizzie, yeah, how about you? Yeah. There's definitely like, a, yeah, there's definitely a weird, like, I don't know. Yeah. I think for me too, it's, it's a, a lot of separating work from also just from life, any life, because I feel like the pandemic, like, and working in this situation, there's no, there's no like rules about time or like personal mm-hmm. space or time or anything like that anymore. And it's like, it's great that we've been working. And like, I'm so grateful that we have, you know, our whole team and everybody's doing that. So it's, you know, definitely not personal to me, but it feels like you can't have that thing where you're like, I have a thing for two hours. And so I'm just not going to look at my email I'm not going to check messages you know it's like it's it's just constant work and then it's constant work at home too you know it's just there is
1: no separation of church and state like it is it's constant I mean you guys both have families like Wendy I know you have four kids yeah Lizzie you have two kids like there was just this big um I was reading it and also I've been um People like, to, I have no kids, and people like to ask me, like, are you thinking about having kids? And I'm like, Re- really? Like, the, yeah, right now, definitely. Like, it seems really fun. <laughs> like, every every parent I talk to is, like, pulling their hair out, and I'm not looking at that being like, hell yeah, like, for sure. I want to do that right now. <laughs> um, It's just like, it's like, no, I'm I will think about this, like, later, but I always look at the parents, especially, like, the mothers, and especially the mothers who are still working. It must be really difficult, regardless of like how great your partner is. I feel like there's this big kind of coming out of moms being like, I am doing so much, like there is so much that I have to do. Like someone's communicating with the school. Someone has to make doctor's appointments. Like who's feeding who? When's this person going to bed? The laundry, like the dishes, like how has being a working mom and now a working mom from home like been in in terms of, like, I don't know, uh, responsibility or feeling guilt as a mother, like, is there any of that that, like, wasn't really present when you were, when you were be able, able to, like, kind of detach and go to the office?
2: In a, Like, in a weird way, I feel like I have less guilt about work sometimes because I feel like, as Wendy was saying, like, I'm home all the time. So it's, like, I can take the time to, like, put my littlest one to bed every night and, like. Yeah. I'm never not here. So it's like, even if I have to work all day, like we'll get 15 minutes where I can like run downstairs and be like, hey, right. what's up? You know, so I think the, some of the guilt is less, but I think just like the pressure of being like a,
0: a working mom
2: is like intensified a little bit. I think I've just had to let things go where I'm just like, okay, our house is just like a crazy mess. And like, that's just not going to get fixed until this is over. I think at the beginning it was like giving me panic attacks where I'd be like, there's too much to do. Like there's always dishes and there's laundry and there's this and that. And like, it's the crazy wild mess. And then I was just like, I just have to relax into this and like, just accept it as part of my life. that mm-hmm. there's like 600 things in the sink. And right. that's awesome (laughs) so I think I just kind of let that that part go I don't know I guess it's more slack on that side for me than on the the work side right right
1: that makes sense and Wendy you kind of feel well I know you had said like it is it's hard because there's really no division anymore um yeah I
0: mean I think that's just like a mental thing for me I will say that I think a lot of the stuff out there and I think this is true and this goes for maybe people who are Um, just in uh, straight relationships, but like that men need to get their shit together more. My partner's perfect. And maybe we just already had these battles in our life. And so we went into this ready or something. But like, you know, he's done. I mean, I think that's what it takes. Like if, you know, we're looking at this like, oh yes, it's a, you know, it's a nationwide problem and mom's this and mom's that. But it's also like a very personal problem. Like if your wife is working and you happen to not be, you need to be fucking doing shit. Mm -hmm. Like that's, That's just the way it is. Like, you just need to do more than you used to, you know, and it'd probably go the same way in reverse. Like if the man in the relationship, and again, this is like talking to relationships, like is doing you know, more and has to be at work all the time. I'm sure there's a lot of women who are picking up all of that slack who, who aren't working during the day or whatever. Right. It's like, it's, it's all personal. It all has to be worked out a lot of times between two people or three people. If
1: you're in a sexy throuple. Nice.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's what we all need. We all need to get into a throuple. So there's a floater.
1: I think you're I right. Like a floater. You. Don't you feel like yeah. sister wives had the right idea? It's like, yeah, <laughs> honestly there's like nine of you. And
0: I'm like, it's not, a bad idea. It's not a bad. They all have like, their own little the houses. Is that the guy is always like a doof. Yeah, the, the guy's like a doof, but in a way, it's like, oh, if it was a doof, I wouldn't care if he's fucking everybody else. Right. That's exactly so it. That's the that thing. You marry a doof and have like four other women in your life. Yeah, and and you all then, raise your kids so I together. To get, like, because I love babies, I'm like, okay, good. I wouldn't have to have all the babies. That we had a baby August of 2019 again like everything's so wild I can't keep track of time so August of 2019 so we had a six-month-old when quarantine started but he is like the sweetest baby and so in a way I'm like what would we do if we didn't have this baby during quarantine (laughs) like he keeps everybody feeling light and happy Yep. because he's such a little goofball but also I think he's just like well adjusted because he doesn't know anything we're Truman showing him big time he has no (laughs) idea there's an outside (laughs) world he thinks you just have like three brothers and your parents are always home and you have like a bunch of cats. And dogs, right? And you put it in your yard, and that's your whole life. So he's just like very careful. He has no separation anxiety because we never fucking leave.
1: (laughs) So I feel like it's so, it must be fun. And Lizzie, you have a two year old, and like it must be kind of fun. I turned off my camera just so you know because my network connection kept falling in and out. Talk about tech issues. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? It's probably my camera. So, um, yeah, like little kids must be kind of fun because there's like almost like, no time like we just got a puppy and not like comparing that to a baby in that <laughs> puppies are definitely harder than there babies some, but there's, some similarities. <laughs> <laughs> there's similarities in that they like shit all the time and they don't care where they shit or when they shit and then yeah and also the puppies grow faster but then they like plateau out at about like two like a two-year-old level like my puppy will like yeah. forever be like as capable as a toddler but like your children will grow. So there's that. But like but like you know when you have like a, a living thing that literally cannot function without you, it does sort of pass the time a little. Or at least makes you yeah. forget that time is moving very slowly.
2: It's yeah. yeah, it's weird to think back to like the beginning of this and my youngest daughter was like yeah, I mean I guess she was just a little bit over a year and like I can't believe all of the changes that have happened. It feels like I mean, it's like that stupid saying everybody says about kids, where it's like the days are long, the years are short, but it's really true. <laughs> like, I mean, thinking back to like the summer where I was just like, "I'm gonna like this is unbearable." There's like fires, we can't go anywhere, right? It's super hot out. There's nothing to do. Um, that seems like you know, like it's just wild to think that all of this changes happen in, in this year. And like, I think I'll be, you know, I think. Not to be like, I'll look back and be grateful for the pandemic by Mm. any means. Like, absolutely not. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh We should not be in this situation. A lot of people have uh, obviously died and it's been, you know, not not great. But I think there, you know, you have to look at some sort of positive in this situation. And it's like, it's been, you know, great to be home with, you know, my kids for, you know, this long and just having like undivided attention for them and getting to see them
0: every day and like
2: really... Spend time with them. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's what I always say to Jeff. I'm like, if, as long as we didn't cause the pandemic and we're following all the rules, yes, then we're, then we're allowed to say stuff like, "Well, I guess it's good we got to spend this much time with the kids." Like, if you didn't cause it and you're not in Hawaii so- right now then you are allowed to try to find a silver lining for yourself to help you mentally cope with the time. Could if you are I- walking around with no mask on, being <laughs> a fucking dick, yeah. then no, you're not allowed to because you are killing people. Agree.
1: Um, so let's talk about how you guys have been spending money during this time shopping. What have you bought? What has been like your biggest both like thought out purchase of the pandemic and then your biggest like impulse purchase of the pandemic. Um, or like what kind of shopper were you before coronavirus? I
0: actually, well, when I knew we were doing this podcast, I was like, well, this is a good time for me to be on a shopping podcast. Cause I do not like to shop in person for literally anything. I don't shop. Don't enjoy You know what? I do enjoy going to like secondhand stores, but mm-hmm. that's about it. For some reason, I've always been like a very bad shopper. And Lizzie and my other two sisters and my mom love to shop. And they'll be like, we're going shopping this weekend. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, no, I'll meet you (laughs) for lunch. Because like 15 minutes into a store, I don't know why it triggers me. I start to feel absolutely bonkers in stores for some reason. I don't know what it is. I have problems. But it's not... It's not the stores, it's me. But I, <laughs> I don't mind the online shopping. So this has been my time. <laughs> and I'm lucky to be employed, very, you know, to be gainfully employed. Yes. And so I've been able to. And I'm like, okay, I'm keeping the economy going. So <laughs> yeah, good job. I guess I'll buy some stuff, um, you know. Uh, but uh, we moved into a new ha- – we had bought a house before the pandemic because we went from a family of three in our old house to a family of six because we adopted two kids and then we had another one. And so we were just jammed. So we've moved in here um, to this house. So, I have I mean, I've done probably more shopping than the average bear during this uh, pandemic mm-hmm. because I had to buy stuff for the house to like – because it's bigger than our old house. Obviously, that's why we bought it, to have more room for the kids. Um, so I have bought like furniture and, you know, some wall stuff and stuff like that. But I think my biggest indulgence is that I get the like stitch fix box Nice. and then I, keep, I keep a bunch of the clothes <laughs> for no reason. Like I'm not going anywhere. Like I kept like a sweater with a big cowl neck that I was just like wearing. I'm not gonna wear a sweater with a big <laughs> neck like where am I going although for this podcast I did put on one of my sweaters it looks very cute looks I was like, gonna say you look like you're like you're dressed I wore yeah i from the waist down I'm a mess guys. <laughs> it's just, I practically have a plastic bag on my nethers but the shirt is new because I keep a lot of my stitch fix stuff because I like to put it on and then just walk around for a few minutes and like I'm a business
1: lady it's like a child playing dress oh totally. up. <laughs> That's how (laughs) I, that's literally how I feel when I shower. So I get it.
0: Showering is essentially cosplay now. If you shower, you're (laughs) cosplaying as a person who lives in the world. So that's been, I mean, I guess, yeah. So, I mean, my spending is now slowing because I got a lot of stuff for the house, but I have enjoyed bargain hunting for the house online because I don't like to spend top dollar on things for, you know, that you can find it a little cheaper. So I, you know. I've uh, enjoyed hunting around for the
1: lower priced home items. Are you like a Facebook marketplace kind of gal? Like, what, like, where are I you finding things? Oh, I don't
0: even know. So, no, most of the stuff I bought for the house is not secondhand, although I do I already had a lot of stuff I've gotten off Etsy. Like, I like needle points, I like fold. like, I have a bunch of paint by numbers pictures. I have like a whole wall of those. Um, they're dumb. Other people might not like it, but I like it. It's your house. Um, So yeah, it's my house. (laughs) And then, you know, for some of the lower cost stuff, like honestly, it's just been like target and cost plus and whatever that I can order and get for the house. Um, you know, when I was moving, I thought like, Oh, what, what is it like to have an interior decorator? And so I like poked at it Uh and I had someone give me a quote and the number was honestly, I'm surprised I'm alive after hearing <laughs> it of what she told me it would cost. I I like honestly thought I would die. Can when you share the me. number? I can't because <laughs> I feel like people, even if they heard the number of someone I asked about this would then die also or <laughs> kill me, but I didn't do it. So like, don't kill me. Sure. But when I heard the number, I thought I was going to, and she also said with shade she said like, well, you know, yeah, the number could be lower if you're getting like a West Elm. And I was like, oh, I, that. I like that
1: stuff. Oh my God. So West Elm is like them. on the high end.
0: Plus they send you a sale like every day. Exactly. Those were my no. like splash out purchases it was like I got a West Elm bed and I'm sitting in a <laughs> very comfortable West Elm chair. I got one for me and then I went on sale and I got one for one of my kids rooms for when I have to sit in there. <laughs> it's, so, it's called a cozy chair and it's so comfortable. I love that. But like. Um, yeah, so basically, yeah, I just felt, I felt when this person talked to me about the price and then about West Elm, I felt like I was just gonna die because I was like, oh my God, I'm so... It's like, you know, it's like in Pretty Woman when she like looks down at her clothes yeah. at the reach of Beverly Wilshire or whatever. I was like, oh, no, I'm I'm Vivian. That's like- um, it was just like a hard moment. But I've also like I bought a lot of art for the kids on this website called Society6. Oh, that yeah. has like a lot of fan art and they have thousands of things and they're framed and usually frame stuff costs a billion dollars and it only costs like $50 nice. for a picture or whatever. And I'm like, oh, this is sweet. And then I'll get stuff on Etsy and stuff like that. So I anyway, that. that's my shopping picture. No, I like that. Trying to furnish my home for not a billion dollars. But I think <laughs> this lady, I think I stumbled sideways into meeting her. And I think she just has a lot of like very high end clients. Sure. I so heard that never sounded normal. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh no, that's a down payment on another
1: house." <laughs> yeah, I'll buy a car <laughs> and then a pretty
0: nice house, and it's half of a house in another state. Oh wow! Or or a full price of a house. It was a full price right. of a house in Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> also, no like joke, you, like an actual full price. Totally house.
2: right. Also, like you have children, and not to blow up your spot, but you have some pets, so it's like yeah. you can't like.
0: Why did you blow up my spot like that? I don't know. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry I said blow up your spot too. <laughs> things are really hmm. – things are falling apart for me. Um, but you can't spend, like, that kind of money on furniture when you have, like – No. It's going to get
0: peed on and barfed on. Yeah.
2: There's going to be pee. There's going to be barf. There's going to be, like, yogurt of some sort just, like, crushed. Like, our couch is just, like – there's so much yogurt, like, stained into it.
0: But totally. Like, oh, yeah.
2: It was, you know, we didn't get – A super fancy couch so it's like you have to have that like ability to be like if this gets absolutely ruined like I'm not gonna have like a panic attack it didn't cost me $50,000
1: yeah it's like when people buy white rugs I'm like wow you must have like a really close relationship with God or like whatever because like yeah I wouldn't have a white rug um because even I I don't have kids and there's still yogurt on all of my furniture so like yeah, you just go around splashing get, it like a billionaire. Yeah, I just I just like squirt out the go-gurt and like just cover yeah. my furniture and it's call like, oh, blah, blah, it a day. Walking around, yeah. flipping your spoon around like a like some kind of like the guy with the monocle in Monopoly. Yeah. I was gonna say like I'm in Wall Street, money never sleeps. Yeah. Like just yep. throwing yep. the ro- That's yogurt. Right. That's it. Money never sleeps. They were just like constantly. Yeah, just fucking dirt. at my furniture, just living my life.
0: Um, so that was another moment in, uh, yeah, in Pretty Woman. She looked around, all the rich people were eating yogurt. She looks down, she got an applesauce cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she says to herself,
1: they yeah. caught me. They that, caught me. That, oh, I haven't watched Pretty Woman in a while. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll drive over to Rodeo Drive and have a moment. Yeah, look around. Yeah, why not? Lizzie, so Society6 for Art, do you do you have, what, um, Wendy, how old are your kids? 10 5 4 1 does the 10 year old make artistic choices like did you let the 10 year old do some picking of the art or did you make I, all the editorial he surprise um so but i mean i got
0: him like stuff i know he'd like i got him like a gardens of the guardians gardens of the galaxy is a different movie yeah guardians <laughs> of the galaxy i got him like a guardians of the galaxy poster you know, got some Baby Yoda. got all the, you know, all the classics for a 10-year-old, basically. Perfect. Um, yeah. So that that was easy. And then I got Batman and Dinosaurs for my other, two, my five- and four-year-old chair room. And that was easy for them.
1: Easy. And then for ours, I got,
0: like, weird shit off Etsy and, you know, weird embroideries and
1: I love, stuff I like. I love weird yeah. shit. That has been a – I've loved just looking on – I just like getting lost on Etsy for hours. And then I end up with, like, the weirdest okay. stuff. But it's great.
0: Um, yeah. I will
1: also say a tip – from me to you is if you like that kind of stuff, eBay, if you search like vintage, like X type of poster, there mm-hmm. are so many good posters on eBay. Yeah. I bought like a bunch for Christmas and then also for my office and just like old, like airline posters, like TWA, like ads. Oh, and then oh it's like, it's there's really some beautiful yes. stuff. Let me turn on my camera. I want to see if I can show you this. Anyway, I won't show you the poster because it'll like screw up everything, uh, in my office, but I will send a picture, but anyway, there's a lot of good stuff there. Everything's like seven 99. And then there are these like frames that are also like really cheap that I found on Amazon that are really cute. So I feel like you, uh, would do, oh, yeah. you Please could do a lot me, with that. I, love that I will. Um, Lizzie, what about you? Like what kind of, so you like shopping. I your spot shopping. was blown up earlier on that. Yeah. I blew up your spot on that. <laughs> one. I got
2: blown on that was going to keep that one under wraps (laughs) (laughs) just like (laughs) shopping
1: things you know me
2: um yeah I love shopping I mean I love going to stores like I will say I really miss I don't miss like going to like you know fancy stores or anything I really do miss like going to Target we used like my husband and I um, we used to like drop our oldest daughter off at school and then we have like a mini Target not to to um, brag to dog. Dog, our, <laughs> ten, our town center, but we have a mini Target that has a Starbucks in it. So we used to like drop Maddie off at of school and then we would go to Target to get Starbucks and like just wander
0: through the for best. like 30
2: minutes in the morning. And it was like, I don't know. I I miss the being able to do that. Just be like, oh, they have like a new candle scent or like the what are the weird new things from Joanna and Chip Gaines that I absolutely don't need that are going to like fall apart in three months, but I'm going to buy. Right. Um, So I miss that. I do love shopping for clothes and I'm. I would like usually spend a fair, like a good amount of money on clothing shopping, and I had just started doing similar to Stitch Fix. I started doing Newly, which is like a clothing subscription oh. thing where it's like, but it's second. It's not. I guess it's secondhand, but it's like you just rent the the clothes, and then if you want to keep stuff out of the box, you can keep it, and it's like at a discounted price. But I think I got my last box from them like right around the shutdown. I had ordered like, this nice dress. I was like, oh, this will be great for my birthday. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll wear this somewhere. And then right. I wore it, like, alone on my birthday <laughs> house. And it was sad. But I put that, I put that on hold. Um, but I have randomly bought, like, I feel like I just want to have an excuse to do something sometime again in the future. So I feel like I've bought some, like, medium fancy dresses over the course of the pandemic. Nice. or like, I don't know what I'll use them for. Like maybe we'll go to weddings again or something. Or maybe I don't know. Um, but I would say our bi- my biggest blurge purchase was a Peloton. Bought nice. that pretty early in, and uh-huh. then it took it took like a good three to four months for it to <laughs> arrive. And in that time, I feel like all of the excitement and motivation to actually
1: yeah. use
2: the Peloton is gone. So I think I've used it, like, I've just used it to, like, set it up for me. Like, the first thing you do when you get on to, like, set all your settings. And then Matt's used it once. (laughs) We've had it. It's literally taking up all the space in our bedroom. We don't use it. Um, I don't know. I I don't regret it. I feel like at some point we'll, like... And by
1: by osmosis, it's probably working, you know, because it's in your room. (laughs) So like something's happening. I'm sure of it. Yeah. Selling a little or a lot. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash
2: work. com slash work.
1: Were you a spinning person or were you like just like everyone's talking about the Peloton, like I'm going to get a Peloton, like I need to do some, like what was your like, I don't know. I, was, I got a SoulCycle bike. It was a very frenetic purchase. I do use it, but mostly because I would like... I promised Dan up and down I would use it. So now I like make sure I open the door to my office while I'm on it. And I'm like, hi, it's, I'm on this <laughs> little cycle bike. Do, ha, yep. You, you know me, I'm riding. Like, where are you, were you like, I, this is, this sounds great. Or were you like, everyone's doing it. Like, what was your, what was your mental, where was your mental, uh, stability at when you made that purchase? Well, I mean, I think I was,
2: just it seemed really practical like we're gonna be inside for like a year I need a way to work out I'm definitely you know I'm not going to a gym it's really hard to like run in our neighborhood because it's really hilly so I'm just like that's not gonna happen Mm -hmm. um so I thought like this is perfect I'll just hop on it when I have like 10 minutes and I'll be right in my like it'll be right next to where I'm working I'll just bop on and bop off um but then yeah I just haven't really done that at all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) but I still, I think it's like, you know, and I, and no, I was not a cycling person at all. Like I've never really done a cycling class. Um, so yeah, now that I'm talking about it, it feels like it was, there were a lot of, you know, maybe it wasn't the most
1: thought through,
2: um, purchase, um, but you know, Matt's used it once. So I feel like.
1: Money's we weren't are. well spent.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. I think it's kind of like those contact lenses where you use it once and throw it out. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You buy a Maybe it, you throw it out and you wait four months and a new one comes to use that one once, throw it
1: out. It's yeah. Like that. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a one time use bike. It's fine. I think yeah. I think the way that you would know that if you were really having like a problem was if you were like, you know, I should actually get the SoulCycle. The SoulCycle bike is going to be the one that'll change. I'll get rid of the Peloton and I'll get a new bike, and that will be what changes me. Then we'd have to intervention. But I think it's totally fine. It probably looks very chic. It probably it, yeah, looks really it, like it's you large. use it.
2: It's yeah. <laughs> large. All of the um, all of the accessory boxes are still. Box right and haven't been opened, like none of the weights are being used. And the I don't know what the other things are resistance bands, mm-hmm. I want to say mm-hmm. they're all in a little pile right next to me right now. That's so.
0: complicated, yeah.
2: Um, well, they came if you got the bigger package, was.
0: I love that you went all in, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be honest. We did we got an elliptical trainer at uh-huh. the beginning of this, but it's like the lazy man's peloton, so we use it because. It's the it's the lazy man's peloton like an elliptical is like just the right level of exercise mm-hmm. for people who want to not die, but also not be ripped. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's where me and Jeff are. We watch our shows on it. Yeah. yeah. Our son also watches his shows on it. We've told him that he can watch his absolutely janky YouTube <laughs> videos of like gamers going like, hey, bro, like that. <laughs> I do. And He can do that when he does his elliptical trainer. I love that. Because otherwise, like he just wants to sit and play Minecraft all day. And I am a fat person, proudly so. So this isn't about like trying to get my kid in shape. It's that we feel guilty that we let him just play all day. And so we're like, hey, when you watch your YouTube videos, you could do it if you get on that elliptical trainer. Because we also do like we're the same level. Like we're just kind of like, oh, we would love to just like sit around and watch TV all the time. Love it. So the elliptical is just the right level where you're like, you're getting your heart rate up. You're moving around. You're like not going to die. You're going to die
1: later. Yeah. But you're definitely not going to turn out to be Chris Hemsworth. Well, look, I used to go to the gym. The second I broke a sweat, I would leave. (laughs) Like that would be like, oh, okay, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Then, then, but like I used to go – to the New York health and racket club when I lived across the street from one in Manhattan. And what I would do because we didn't have cable is I would literally meticulously figure out what lifetime movies were going to be on and like what time my shows were on. And then I would go to the gym and very slowly elliptical and watch like the hand that rocks the cradle and in its entirety for like two hours (laughs) and then like hop off. And I would be like, not even at all tired because I was just moving at a snail's pace but you know what it was something and then I got to watch tv so at some point my gym membership turned into like my cable like bill like I didn't that's what I was actually paying for um but I I, I told myself that when I got the belt on I was
2: like this because I still haven't watched the most recent seasons of Real Housewives of New York
1: oh my gosh um Salt Lake City no
2: not Salt Lake City either like I was like this will be like my time to watch those because yeah. I feel like if I take up the time to do them during the week it's like somehow like I don't know it just feels like too much. I also already watched like three other Bravo shows so I'm yeah. like I can't spend like 10 hours of my week
1: Sure. Um,
2: just doing that so maybe that's what will get me there guys. I think,
1: that I, is amazing.
0: I think that is like a good, unless you're like a real exercise person, you've got to find something to watch or do when you're exercising to motivate you. Like a, I listen to podcasts sometimes. Uh-huh. I'll listen to, I'm going to listen to this one. Yeah. <laughs> do.
1: I love to listen to myself <laughs> speak. It is yeah, truly just invigorating. Listen I love so that. Great. Yeah, I feel like working the thing about like having the exercise bikes or like having the elliptical trainer is I feel like the thing that I hated most about working out outside of my house and and more so in New York than LA um was like a 45-minute cycling class was like actually 2 hours from like door to door because you're like yeah. I have to get up, I have to get dressed, I have to get there. <laughs> then I have to wait around for 5 minutes and then I have to go in and then I work ever 45 minutes and then I shower and then it's like I, it, it never really made sense to me. So I was really turned on by the fact that like I could just stand up, get on the bike, work out for 20 minutes and that could be it. But even now I'm like, oh, so I could do other things too. <laughs> like, I could just, But I could watch TV from this chair and that would be great. Right. Um, yeah. I, I, it's, I don't know. Motivation is hard to come by uh, in a pandemic turns out. Um, but I will never forgive anybody who like got really into shape during this time. No, they will always be my enemy.
2: Even just like regular like hot people. Yeah I'm just kind of like, can you guys just
1: not, just not right now? Right. Like
2: it's really upsetting. It's, like it's
1: really it's, upsetting.
2: It's so hard. Like, you know, I think I haven't yeah, not I'm not super vain, but it's been like a real I think it's been hard to sort of like uh accept like not having my hair um yeah. colored and like cut for like a good almost year now. It's just like very humbling. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, okay, this is like, if I got stranded somewhere and like mm-hmm. had to live out my life as me, this is what we'd be dealing with.
1: Um, it's, true. <laughs> it's true. Good to know. It's true. To know before. Well, yeah. actually, Lizzie, I want to ask you because I know you reached out to me, Wendy. I don't know if you knew about this minor crisis. Lizzie texted me and said, "Should I dye my hair red?" And I mm-hmm. and I said, absolutely not, because red is red never comes out of your hair. Like if you're if you dry your oh. hair red. Well, if you and you have blonde in your hair. Yes. I just wanted to stop you. I like I don't you know did. what I was doing, but I jumped out of my I like jumped up. I like posh like <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. OK, no, I have to talk her out of this because I have I was there. I was there in May. My blonde hair was like so gross. And I was like, I just want to like. I just need to, like, do, like I just want to, you know, feel, like, normal and, like, I'll just do it out of the box. And there's a reason why blonde hair costs so much money to do. So I'm so glad you didn't do it. But what did you end up doing? Like, what has been your, what's been your, like, mediation between a, getting a box and then also, like, breaking yeah. the core and going to their hair person?
2: I did... I did. I had already used the like Moroccan oil, like those they have those hair depositing conditioner masks. Yep. So I got the one that was like bordeaux, which is like that is sort of like the red I was thinking of. Yep. And I did that on my hair and it um it basically just turned the blonde parts red. So then I had like half brown slash mm. gray hair and then like half red. And um you know, it was like a good A good two week chunk, but I I think I made the right decision not going fully dyed because I was like this is kind of okay, but I also I'm feeling a little wild and not.
1: It's definitely like a manic decision that I have made multiple times, but like it's box dies. You should never have it in your house. You know, like it should be one of those things that's locked in a closet. Really, all of
0: them. I ordered a blonde one early in the pandemic, and then I never did it. Blonde and is it's hard. I have, yeah, I have crispy gray hair growing in, being crispy. It's crispier when it's gray. It's mm. I don't know yeah. why. It's, it's real crispy. crisp. It's
2: right in the front. It's it's fun.
0: Yeah, it's like if a potato chip was hair and then threw out <laughs> of your head. It's just so sexual. I can't even... <laughs> Tell you about how sexual it is and gorgeous and I just love it. But it makes me realize like, if this was the medieval times, I would be almost dead. I would be considered like <laughs> an elder of the village. So wise. You'd and be like, witch. Just, like yeah. they would not give me much bread because my time would be almost done. <laughs> I would have made my children like decades ago yes. and the children would be old now too. And I would be like, they would come to me for like wisdom, but also because I was <laughs> like, soon to die. <laughs>
1: trying to suck and, it all out of you before you
0: die yeah they'd be like go ask wendy <laughs> how to plant the corns and i would tell them <laughs> and then i would like sort of like shuffle off to my corner on my pile of rags and expire it's true that would be my life but instead we're like <laughs> you're supposed to be like the middle of your life and basically looking like gwyneth paltrow that's like the mandate now and yeah. i'm just like no that's not i'm gonna split the diff yeah i'm gonna split the difference fully I, I have blonde Hair ends, be fat and also be wise and sleep on a pile of rags. <laughs> I and, think that's great. But also like, you know, like Gwyneth, like occasionally, you know, by a splurge. Oh, you know what? I have gotten a few times, but actually my husband bought it for me is I like to call it Rihanna underwear, but it's <laughs> Rihanna's underwear line. It's quite affordable, oh, when? and if you're a plus size lady such as myself, you feel very respected. Like you don't, you're not going to look like Rihanna, but you will feel like Rihanna likes you. Okay, because the underwear fits very nicely on my ample bottoms, and is it, I love it. Do they is have it like that
2: stretchy? Like that's the only underwear ooh. I buy now is like the seamless. Oh, I'm I'm like full old.
0: No, no, I like that stuff, too. I have a lot of that stuff, like big gap underwear and stuff like yeah. that. big gap. That sounds like a brand about big vaginas. <laughs> I meant, like the brand's black, but it's like X, you know a nice stretchy XL gap underwear is very nice for an everyday. Mm-hmm. but I, he did get me some for Christmas and then for our anniversary, and I was like, oh, this is good underwear. like if you want to have a couple nice sets, and then I looked at the website. And it was so affordable compared to like Victoria's Secret and shit. You should have called it Rihanna Wear. Rihanna is. Me. You should seriously. Really I,
2: missed, She missed a big opportunity. You should write I
0: understand a, Savage X Fenty sounds a lot more sexual <laughs> and I get it.
1: But Rihanna is really fun. To you say. should definitely write a letter to her. Maybe she'll be like, yeah, just like Instagram DMs. my letter. Her. I'm going to tag her when you put this up <laughs> on Twitter. I'm going to tag her and be like, Rihanna, I have an idea. I can't this wait to. The bras look so cute. Man, I can't wait to wear a bra again. Like, I don't anymore. I'm wearing sports bras. Yeah. I,
0: I wear a bra because my boobs are so wayward and and gigantic now that I got to put them in something. Yeah. Got to tie it's them like back. If you put flour in your cabinet, but not in a container. You'd be like, why is there flour in the cabinet? <laughs> That's my boobs. My boobs are like spilled flour now. i got to organize them. If I don't organize them, people are like, what's in that area? What's <laughs> that stuff? It doesn't even look like a boob anymore. It doesn't <laughs> look like boobs. It's just an area. I love-
1: <laughs> I'm a Container. I'm excited <laughs> to try this underwear. And, um, Lizzie, I'm very grateful that you gave a very honest review of a of of your time with the Peloton.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I will say my other my other splurge that I feel like I've been doing, which I feel like actually good about, is I. I tried to like discover a skincare routine. Okay. Like I don't, I don't enjoy like I hate washing my face and doing any type of like sure. skincare because I'm just like tired at night. I don't want to do it at all. Yep. <laughs> um, but I tried a couple of the ones that had been advertised to me on Instagram, and then I finally landed on the one that Olivia Wilde uh, advertises, which is the True Ooh. Botanicals. And oh. I will say I really like it. Like it's I I use the um there's like two face oils and one's like clear and one's calm and they've actually I feel like it's like improved my skin a lot. Like I still like break out quite a bit and I like I don't know, I just have like very combination skin and it's super annoying, but mm-hmm. I like their stuff. It's definitely pricey. But I feel like
1: Did um, you buy the whole line that they told you to buy?
2: I bought like three of the pieces like so I did that with a couple different brands like I definitely was just like throwing money at like like they all look like they're gonna work and they all look like they're gonna make me feel amazing um so I spent the money on like two other ones and I didn't like them and then I did that one um and I've been using it so I think I'm gonna stick with that one
1: do you which was your favorite um product from that line
2: I like the, it's like pure radiance oil. That's like the main thing that they get you to buy. But I did buy the clear one and I like it a lot. So I just use that. I don't use any other moisturizer on my face. I just wash my face and I use that. And it seems like counterintuitive because it's oil and it's going to make you break out, but it actually has really worked. And I like, like you just do a little bit, but it like keeps your skin moisturized. And I like that. So that's probably my splurge that I actually enjoy.
1: Lizzie. And <laughs> Wendy, thank you so much for coming to G. Thanks. Just bought it. Um, I'm so excited about the great North. If you guys haven't watched yet, I will link um, so that you can get there. Congratulations on the second season. Congratulations on what yeah. season 97 of Bob's burgers. What's it on season nine now? Season 11? 11. Eleven. Jeez, yeah. And you guys were there from the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to imagine those two, those two things are connected. Um, you guys are amazing. Thank you for coming. Thank you for your time. I will link to everything we talked about today in the show notes from skincare to the Peloton. Although if you are in the market for a Peloton, I bet Lizzie will just sell you the one out of <laughs> I her can bedroom.
2: You a good deal.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you're in the L.A. area, just you have a direct line. Um, yeah. Society 6 Art. Uh, I will post a picture of that poster I got on eBay that, that when I tried to show it to them, shut down my entire computer. And we will see you guys for another week of Do You Think You Bought It next week.